Hi, everyone. My name is Scott. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to cover a subject that actually is close to home for me here in Metro Detroit. This is not the the volatile situation that we have in the Middle East. And, and frankly, ranking it, it's it's. I don't want to trivialize uh, people's earnings, but it's really not close to the the battles that potentially are going to go on in the Middle East and the situation there. We will cover that. I actually am lining up experts to talk with about that. But today I want to cover the continuing discussion about the really manufacturing in the U.S. and the UAW and their strike, at least here in Metro Detroit. Okay. I grew up in Metro Detroit. I currently live in Metro Detroit now. And I went to one of the facilities that are actually on strike. And I want to introduce you to Eugene. Let me do this is pre-recorded from last week, but let me let me introduce you to Eugene. First name? Eugene. Eugene. So why are you out here today? Support my wife. Okay. And your wife works for GM? Yeah. My okay. family is General Motors. Okay. All my family's retired out of General Motors. And I remember the 80s when they struck. Yeah. You know, I was just a little kid. I never wanted to get into the big three. Yeah. Because of the way it's, uh, you know, it's how they was doing things. You know, it was like a roller coaster in, in the household yeah. when I was a kid. And I didn't like that. Yeah. So I just turned around and I drove a truck. You know, you got to work for your money. Sure. It's yeah. not earned. Agreed. You know, you got to earn that money. So as you can hear... This is live. There's uh, cars honking in the background. Those cars are actually supporting uh, the strikers. So they're out there on the picket lines and, and people are driving by honking their support. So it's, it is, it's colder here in Michigan. So there's actually picture this, there's barrels, keep them warm. They've got some fires going on. They've got a little tent with some food or snacks. Uh, there's different groups of people at the different entrances of this it's not necessarily a plant. It's the Davison Road Processing Facility in Burton, Michigan, is where I was. And they don't manufacture. They just kind of ship. According to General Motors, I think they their website said that they have just shy of 1,200 employees uh, at this facility. And they ship out about 55 semi-trailers of parts um, daily. Now, I don't know what they do today. At one point... Um, Eugene will talk about scrubs. Scrubs are what the union considers, uh, temporary workers. They're, they're scrub or scabs. I'm sorry. Scabs are the temporary workers to kind of fill in the, their, their positions, but general motors hires those to kind of keep some momentum going. I'm going to actually try and interview a scab, uh, what they call a scab, but listen here how Eugene talks about really his family and how they've been involved with General Motors. But people get so used to working in these plants. Yeah. But on my dad, he did 42. He has nothing. He lives in an apartment. Uh, he has nothing. He drives a little spark car, but it's like they, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, these shops yeah. break your bodies down. Yeah. You know, the floors and stuff like that. But Mary Bott, she's dumped too much in. Yeah. But when they turn around and give her a 40% raise and not their employees, what are you, you going to get out of this? You're going to get a ripple effect. Yeah. And it's it's not a good thing what she's doing. So what do you think? I, I think the, the part that kind of spurred all of this along is obviously the big pay discrepancy. Um, Mary Barra, 
um, according to uh, Business Insider, I think making she's making twenty nine million dollars a year. She's received thirty four percent bonuses or uh, increases. She's got significant um, pay. And there could be politics involved. I was not aware of the politics, but as we continue this conversation, Eugene brings up politics and I've done some research, but so she's making 29 million a year and I wasn't aware of this, but I looked at different hourly UAW jobs. Okay. And at least let's talk about Michigan. So the average UAW job, um, they're making 15, 28 an hour. Um, 1528 an hour. That's, uh, that is, uh, that's pretty low. Like that's where they're starting out and they have to put in time. And then what happens like this, this is reality. Like what happens is when the automotive industry takes a hit or has significant problems, um, the union does take a hit. Like the union employees, they lose their uh, 401ks, pensions, they lose all that money that kind of goes away. Like that's, they've taken concessions. They took concessions during the last downturn and they really haven't made up for that. So I get that. Okay. I'm not playing sides here, but I'm trying to, trying to be fair with this, but Eugene brings up a lot of great points. He is what I consider kind of the typical working class family kind of struggling to provide for their family. Okay. They're working hard. They're not afraid to work hard. You heard about his work ethic. Like, I think the guy's got it. Like you got to work for your money, but listen more what Eugene has to say here is the big 40% ask. What are your thoughts on that? Well, when, when Mary Barr is making millions and GM is basically getting tanked because of their EVs, uh, there's something wrong upstairs. And, and to the higher up. Mm-hmm. You know, all what they care about is they're lining their pockets up and not giving a shit about the workers. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. So the, the pay discrepancy is a big thing. So the CEOs, the executives, a, a lot of large companies, there are few higher ups that are making killer money. And the rest of the people are kind of suffering. And... I used to think my mindset and correct me with your thoughts here. My mindset used to be, Hey, too bad for you. You, they work hard. They made it. They had opportunity. But I think that many of these large companies are taking advantage of workers, whether they're union workers, wherever. I think the union obviously has a say they, they, they fight. They used to be a fighting group, like a, battle when i say fight baseball bats and fire bombs like that used to be the union fight um they are restricted because of laws and government and now they have a lot of restrictions on on the union and i think the union and there's one part of the conversation that i'll add here at some point that uh when i spoke to him he even brought up okay they, they everybody has their flaws the union has their flaws like there's been corruption on the union side like we all know the Hoffa, the other situation. And as a matter of fact, I'm in Metro Detroit. I'm going to do a video on, on some of the uh, Hoffa locations. But, but I think that overall there's been this movement, or at least now we're, maybe it's an awareness 
that companies are really taking advantage of their employees. They're taking advantage of their workers. And I get it. They need to make a profit. But how much is too much money? And, and I don't care what company you think of. And I brought this up before. You think of Apple as the sweet, nice company. But they're, they're using, they've been using child labor in China. Like they don't move to China because they're nicer people. They move to China. They have manufacturing facilities in China because they can get more out of their workers and pay them less. Okay. That isn't a nice company that's taking advantage of people. Like I get it. If you want to help people and give them a job, give them opportunity. That's one thing. But when you have child labor and you're like, look at the abuses that went on and have gone on that were found out about Apple. Like I think many of these big companies start to get greedy and what do you do? Like, what is the answer to that? Like, how do you answer that? So I've got more of my discussion with Eugene. I will add that to another podcast, but give me your thoughts. What do you think about the union? What do you think about the, their ask? What do you think about big companies? Give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear. Well, thank you for listening. And we'll, we'll, we'll be back soon with the next version. And I'll include Eugene in that. He's got a lot of cool things to say. Thank you very much.